Alrighty, y'all. Welcome to episode two of Geek and Grit. We are here with Billy Talks. He has agreed to join us today to be able to talk about um, some really personal stuff. So I hope you guys find the information useful. Um, Thank yeah. you for having me on. Oh, yeah, I'm absolutely. Super I'm like super excited, but super nervous at the same time. Um, it's going to be intense, let me tell you. And listen, right, I'm prepare waterworks. I will cry. Hands down, I'm open with it. Yeah, I'm a bloke, whatever. I'm going to cry. It's going to happen. Yeah. Right, Pre-worn. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I trust me. I, I have the tissues nearby. My nose is already running, so we're good. <sighs> All righty. Well, guys, uh, thank you guys for joining us today. Um, I'd just like to take a, a brief couple minutes to introduce Billy. He is a Stream Coach Academy prefect. Uh, so he is kind of like a quasi coach. He helps out some of the students with uh, the coursework, content creation. He has helped me many a time uh, to kind of refocus my, my brand and my direction. Um, he himself is a content creator as well. You guys can find him at uh twitch.tv slash Billy Talks. And he is also an accountability coach, and he's currently working on his new website to get his uh, product out there. So welcome again, Billy. It is great Hi. to have you. Um, I'm just going to ask you, uh, like, first, like, what kind of games do you play? Okay, so um, primarily I played a lot of Dead by Daylight. I've kind of gone into a lot more variety this year. Um, in fact, we've managed to complete... How many games have completed this year already? Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Firewatch, and we're currently on Control. Nice. Firewatch so was a great there. game. It a was. Absolutely. Brilliant. Absolutely. Well, I mean, so do you find that you kind of migrate to a certain a certain genre of game to kind of help you with some of your your mental health and mental trauma things i have to get hooked right i have mm -hmm. to i have to be heavily involved in the game for it it has to capture me otherwise i'll change uh, click of the fingers um if it's not distracting enough um then it's not worth playing um, I won't, yeah, it's, it's, I have to have been pulled in by a game for it to work. One of the things with games, though, although I've been exploring single player games this year, it's only because of streaming that I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. Before I started streaming, I would only play multiplayer games because it wasn't necessarily the game that dragged me away, but the people that I could play with that that acted as the distraction. I I... I totally understand that, actually. Um, just a little personal information, like one of my biggest games when I was dealing with some heavy mental stuff was uh, Elder Scrolls Online. And yes, like yep. the storylines and stuff were, were captivating, but a lot of it was just being around people without being around people. Right. So. I, know I, I actually played Elder Scrolls Online for a long while. I played a lot of PvP. 
Oh. Um, oh. Yep, and was was emperor emperor in a European server. I stayed up for 26 hours, which you'll understand why I stay up that long sometimes. Stayed up for 26 hours just to be number one on an EU server for about three hours. Oh, my <laughs> and gosh. Then I was done. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is, that's intense. But you know what? I, I also can respect that. That's a lot of, that's, that's talent, first of all, because I can't do that. <laughs> Let's be honest. There's no way that I'm, I I can't stay up more than 12 hours without dragging my butt like through the mud trying to finish out the rest of the day. So kudos to you. Um, <laughs> so that kind of brings me to my next question, because you were very mm-hmm. open about um, being recently diagnosed with bipolar disorder. What's that been like yes. for you? Um. So it's been a little bit odd for anyone who doesn't kind of know what bipolar disorder is. There's there's different kind of scales, is it? And um, it's a mental health uh, issue, if you like, and it can cause elevated mood swings. So um, you can be in a depressive state um, for weeks, sometimes days. It could vary. And then you can also be in a uh, mania state, which is the other side of it, where you become uh sleepless very productive your confidence is through the roof you you're almost like you're two different people to a certain extent recently um diagnosed a few months ago i'm yet to start my uh two different types of treatment medication which is mood um stabilizers Mm -hmm. which are different from antidepressants Mm -hmm. um and then cognitive behavioral therapy um which is a way of, of of managing my everyday life um I, I was diagnosed with it just over two and a half i'd probably say about two months ago um i had been through lots of um depression throughout my life right going back to when i was like a kid you're talking mm-hmm. maybe 13 13 was probably the first time where uh, i actually was in a depressive state where i i, I was suicidal as a oh, kid yeah um and um, I remember I, w- I tried to hang myself off my bunk bed. Um, I was terribly young. I was bullied at that age, so it was just a lot for me to handle. Um, I My mum was single parent. Um, my dad uh, left when we were young, um, and she did her best to bring us up. Two kids, me and my sister. Um, mm-hmm. She did a cracking job. We, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. We were evicted from housing as we were a kid. Um, and only when I started exploring the relationship with my dad again, two, three years ago, I found out he was bipolar this year. I'd been through tons of different depression stages um, throughout my life, uh, suicide attempts, um, and never really under, understood it. I just mm-hmm. thought it's just depression. Yeah. But what I was ignoring was the mania from where I, I just thought I was really... Uh, I thought I just really worked hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's blinding. So, yeah, it's been kind of intense learning about that. Only when I went to my doctors, and I, I went through a depression stage about three months ago. Yeah. Again, where I even uh, drove out to where I wanted to kill myself. Oh, gosh. No, honestly. Um, I took my car out to the river where I was going to plunge it in, and I sat there for a, I don't know, maybe... Maybe three three hours. Yeah. Um, and then kind of um, 
composed myself to come back um, to my partner. Um, because I couldn't do it to her. Well, as I start to cry. I told you. No, I knew okay. I would, but I'm it's okay, okay with it. Um, I just... So, I, yeah. I want to take a minute to celebrate you, honestly, for being strong enough to be vulnerable with me in this moment for being here just being here because i know that feeling of hopelessness and and i am so so glad and so proud of you for taking the steps that you needed to get help so yeah, i just a, i just wanted to say that journey. real quick for sure but I mean, one of the things trying to like learn. So I've hid it for a for a long time, right? Gaming, mm -hmm. as you know, like gaming's a massive escape, um, and I I don't think that sometimes that we, you know us that gamers sometimes I don't think we'd be where we are if it wasn't for the people that we spent our time with online. You know, growing up as a kid. Um, it was my escape even then, from a young age, mm -hmm. from a very young age. I didn't, my, my peers, if you like, and family or friends didn't really get gaming. They, they kind of saw it as a selfish act, but like little did they know I was there to be someone that they, that someone on the end of a headset could talk to if they needed to. Yeah. And someone could do that for me, right? Yeah. Um, and that was, that was my coping, coping mechanism for, you know, how old am I? I'm nearly 30. Um, I'm 30 in, in, at the end of March. Um, and I, I'm never going to give up gaming and I couldn't, there's not a single person that could tell me otherwise, like ever to give up gaming. Um, there's, it, it's, it is one of my coping mechanisms like SCA. Mm -hmm. The only one of the best medications for me and my mental health is actually helping others, right? Yes. The act of giving. Yes. Um, if I didn't have the ability to do that, then, then I'd be in my own hole on my own. Like, I, without a doubt. I totally re relate to that. Um, mm -hmm. I think that, you know, at least from what I've seen, gamers in and of themselves, the majority of them kind of band together. Right. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, much along the same vein as you, like throwing myself into something to help somebody else in the end helps me with my, with my trauma. Even if that's like something stupid, like playing rust and, and, you know, being able to farm for materials and, and giving them off to somebody. I think, I think there's a lot to be said for, for people who are dealing with some form of, you know, invisible mental illness to, to give to others because we know what it feels like to be at the end of our rope. Yep. So I I totally understand and I I agree with you on that. It's uh yeah, it's intense. It's very intense. Um it's well, do you want to discuss the mania a little bit? And, yeah, uh, within absolutely. bipolar so people are, are like know how it works. So absolutely. mania is the, is is the top end of the scale, right? Where um you can become quite blinded in some of the decisions you make you, be you can become
become very confident. Um, you can make bad decisions. Well, nine times out of ten, you make bad decisions. They could be anything from um, sometimes drug, alcohol abuse, which mm -hmm. uh, happened in a many years ago for me um, after my grandfather died. Um, but also, you can make bad financial financial decisions um, as a teenager, or probably like early twenties. Mm -hmm. Made some bad financial decisions. Very things you just buy things. In all honesty, right? I have a crazy setup, and a lot of this is because of my mania. I have spent a ridiculous amount of money on everything in here because I get hooked on these things and you, you can't tell me no. Yeah. Like, you know, poor Chloe, bless her, my partner who's been with me, she's been with me for seven years. Um, she, she can't argue with me because I wouldn't listen anyway. If I'm in the, and then I'll come down the scale um, and then I'll go, shit, what have I done? Yeah. Why have I done this? And then then comes the downward part and then it goes into oh my god what have i done what's happened life you know depressive state and it, depending on how much that impacts me and that could go on for weeks or it mm -hmm. could go on for days and then i'll start back up again um so yeah that's the mania side of it hey that can work out really well sometimes like if, you know if you want a job done brilliant why because <laughs> i'll stay up for 24 hours oh, and <laughs> So that's why I can come across people always say you do you work really hard. Yeah, because you probably see me in my mania stages. <laughs> um, but yeah, sleep is an issue in that uh, eating yeah. um, and being unreasonable to yourself. Yeah, I, I can absolutely see that. And, you know, just from the feedback that I'm getting, a lot of people are are on that same wavelength with you. I know there are, mm -hmm. there are parts of what you're talking about that, that hit me as well. So, you know, just to kind of add to some of your stuff there, there, Oh, here we go. There was a point in my life where I spent a stint of about two months in a mental hospital because I tried to kill myself. Cause you know, hindsight is 2020, but I ended up trying yep. to take a whole bottle of Tylenol acetaminophen wow. and it's hard it's hard being at the end of like just your frustrations your sadness and not seeing that light so i i definitely sorry um it is like you're in a room with a light off it is. It, you, you, the, and vision is no far, no further than two foot in front of you. It and is. And all it is is black. It is. And and I think, you know, that kind of gaming became mm, almost my addiction. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. And I know still there are times where it is almost so addictive. It's like a drug that I need to pry myself away from. So, you know, yes, gaming helps with you know my mental health as well as many others but i know there's a fine line between allowing it to take over and utilizing it as as a tool to help me heal um and i i, I know for me you know just being able to sit down and like get lost in a story in an interactive story in which you know i play that main character really does help pull me back from the edge a little bit um does that is do you find that it is sometimes the same way for you 
Yeah. Like, there's a... Gaming for me every day is almost is almost like taking medication. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, I know that it isn't just about, you know, having something to do. I know that it triggers positive chemicals in my brain. I know it does. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that the people that I spend time with online trigger that. Um, so if I'm having a bad day, it de- depends how bad, then gaming is my first go-to thing, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Which sometimes, like you mentioned, like it being an addiction, can also be a problem. Um, yeah. Because you kind of get sucked in um, and blank everything out that goes on around you. Yeah, yeah. Um, luckily, I say luckily, I don't have any kids or anything. Um, I've got animals, I've got plenty of animals. Um, and so I can sometimes get away with it but the problem is is the person who takes the brunt of that is chloe yeah um my partner bless her so she's you know she's been my rock for years and um she in all honesty didn't like gaming when we first got together she couldn't Mm -hmm. stand it in fact we we actually split up for a short amount of time um because I was in a stage where I wasn't like addicted with gaming, if you like, Mm. Um, or I wasn't wasn't that I was addicted. I was in my depressive state and gaming was my escape. So she didn't, uh, you know, I wasn't talking about my mental health then. That hasn't happened till 2020 until I started talking about it. Um, So she split up because she couldn't deal with everything on her own. And that made me worse. Of course, I lost, lost, we lost our house together and everything. um, And we went separate ways. And then, we ended up getting back together a couple of months later, probably like four or five months later. And she accepted what this is. Mm -hmm. Uh, And actually we, we started having a better relationship because of it. Um, But learning to have that balance is, is, is the tough part. Absolutely. I agree. Cause you know, I, I hate to always like bring it back to me. I don't want you to think that I'm taking away from your story. I'm just trying to relate to you. No, 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 don't be silly. We're all relatable. But when I was, after um, having my daughter, I suffered from pretty severe postpartum depression. And at the time, I didn't know it was post-traumatic stress disorder that I was, you know, going through as well. Um, And on top of that, physically, I was just very weak because my body was still trying to make up for the lack of, you know, iron that I had in my body from the amount of blood loss that that had occurred. Um, But I, like between sleeping and like doing the bare minimum to like feed change make sure that the house was taken care of the kids were taken care of i would sit down and just play eso and get lost yeah get lost and there were a couple of times where you know my partner was like well you know it it feels like you are replacing everybody with this and yeah. I didn't want to admit it, but I was. So there is that that you know factor of really having to to make a an, a conscious effort to rein in it a little bit, especially because that feeling is just so good of not being in your head. So it's like a, a feedback loop from hell, though, right? Because yeah. you you know it's good for you. You know that you need to take yourself away, though, to for for life to to still continue. Yes. And then you beat yourself up about it because you can't do the things you want. Exactly. It's so, so you, crazy. You, you become angry over getting angry, 
Uh, and then that doesn't help your mental health in the slightest. Oh, no, not feedback at all. Feedback loop from hell is horrid. <laughs> It's it is. It's such it's such a fine line. But I I think that time and practice has definitely allowed me to take healthy amounts of time away. Um, but I mean, I, I don't go a day without playing something. Yeah, rarely. Rarely I will, even if it's a mobile game. Right. Like I'd still I'd still still play one. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with that. And, you know, I kind of just want to touch base on on COVID and how that has kind of played a massive role in the mental health decline of the world. Oh, my God. Yes. How how are you finding that it affects you in particular having to, you know, be on lockdown and, and isolated and, and things like that? Um. So at the beginning of the year, uh, January time, I actually decided to take a break from work anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things that my mental health has kind of tied in with, right, is sometimes making bad decisions with work. Mm. In Mania, I'll, um, I picked a job that was working in London, which is a three-hour train ride from where I live. And I decided to accept it because I thought it was a good idea at the time. Three hours in the morning, do a full day shift, three hours back. Mm -hmm. That's unreasonable travel time. Six hours a day? I don't think so. But at the time, I was in my mania, so I accepted it. Anyway, six months in, I decided to take a break because um, I wanted to study content creation. I was adamant that I wanted to do something on my own. I, was, I wasn't getting the value from work that I really wanted. Yeah. So um, I took a short break, and then COVID hit. And when I was going to go back to work... And my job uh, couldn't take me back because of COVID restrictions. So we continued through the year in complete lockdown. I actually care for my uh, auntie as well, who uh, she's 74, 75. Um, so I have been her carer throughout the whole of this year. Um, I think she's early onset dementia. Yeah. Um, so she has been my responsibility for, for a year now. Um, so COVID and lockdown, it has kind of enabled me to keep her safe because she's, she's vulnerable. She's on the vulnerable list. If you like, she's high yeah. risk. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've been locked down and then, yeah, I've lost my job because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and my partner, Chloe, she's lost two jobs this year because of COVID. Oh gosh. So she, you know, she's doing a job now that she doesn't want to do, but we need to pay the bills. Yeah. Um, you know, I decided to start trying to start my own business this year in probably probably kind of a bad time to a certain extent um, because I have got nothing financially to fall back on. So, yeah, it's been stressful. Yeah, it's, it's been intense. It has been. It's months. been hard for a lot of people. And like the financial strain mm -hmm. in and of itself is a mental health like decimator. Yep. It will decimate you from the inside out because, unfortunately, as as humans, we put so much, you know, responsibility on on money. Yep. Um. So yeah, it, it's been really hard for a lot of people, and I know that mentally, it it really does kind of kick people when they're down. So I I absolutely feel you there. Um. Is there is there something that you feel 
is good that came out of it, like outside of starting your, your business? Yeah, so I would probably say when I, at the beginning of the year, when I said that, hey, I said to my mom, um, I said, mom, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave my job for a little bit. I'll go back and work, but I really want to try and do streaming. Yeah. I really want to, and I can't dedicate myself to it working, working elsewhere. Um, so I saved up some money to take some time off. And I remember going, this is before, just before COVID hit, going to, I think it was my mum's birthday party. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'd, I'd said I'm doing the content creation. We're walking around the party and my mum was introducing me to people like, hi, this is my son. This is Billy. Um, he needs a job. Oh, and I was like, oh, nanny. What? <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> No, this is like this is a choice and i remember doing it throughout the day and i remember this guy coming over and talking to me about tech and stuff and he went, i was like i'm not being funny i says i i i've i've not left my job you know per, like forever because i didn't like it i've left it because i want to i want to do something on my own um and then i was like you know what i really need to convince everyone about this streaming thing i mm -hmm. really need to make people understand especially my family who would like just seeing gaming as a kind of selfish act so my mom was raising money for um alzheimer's and she was doing um she's a nurse in our local hospital mm -hmm. um and i said i rang her up live on one stream one morning and was like hey mom just let you know you're on stream um we're doing a 12-hour stream we're going to help you raise money for alzheimer's she was like what do you mean i was like we're going to help you raise money for alzheimer's um and we ended up raising more money in them 12 hours than she had done in three months. Ooh. And then I went into the, yeah, I went into the hospital with her the next day and helped her sell cakes and stuff and do raffles and stuff. And then she got it. She saw the monetary value behind it and the goodness that they can do. Yeah. Now she's got a Twitch account. Oh, for coming to my that's streams. so amazing. I love yeah, that. So, yeah. There was an insane turn. And then my rest of my family kind of cottoned on. Uh, Chloe became more comfortable with it. Chloe doesn't play games at all. Mm -hmm. um, and now she's got a Twitch account. She's got a Discord account. Um, she knows people. She knows my community. She'll talk to them. Um, so, yeah, it's a big... That's, that's probably one of the best things I took away from uh, COVID mm -hmm. is relieving that isolation of gaming in the... I don't want to call it the real world. But do you know what I mean? Like at home, taking that isolation and thinking I'm gaming is only me. Yes. And allowing my family to to understand me more. That yes. was a massive thing for me last year. Yeah. Massive. I get because that. Because I didn't feel kind of like an outcast. Um, it, it took that away, um, which has been really good for my family relationships. I'm glad to hear that. Honestly, like I, I think... I think we're in a, a time where streaming, content creation, and video games are becoming less taboo, which I think is a great thing, right? Mm -hmm. I think that forward progress is exactly what we need because you can yep. even see it with like I, certain politicians, at least, you know, stateside, are, are use, utilizing Twitch to get messages across, which yes. I think is great. And, you know, a lot of those particular people are really in touch with, you know, the mental space that that their constituents have and things of that nature. Um, so so I I'm glad for you that your mom kind of came around and your family's kind of coming around to it because, you know, content creation is very much a real career option at this point. Mm -hmm. Oh, 100 percent. 
if I if I don't think in all honesty, if I didn't if COVID didn't happen and I continue working um, and I didn't get to meet all the people that I've met, all the community members, uh, yourself, um, the SCA people um, and my friends in general, I don't think I'd have got my bipolar diagnosis. I don't think I would have. I'd have carried on ignoring it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have carried on working and I would have carried on hiding it uh, for the next however long. Because of being because of being on Twitch and gaming, it's allowed me to have healthier conversations with people I've built healthy relationships with. It's allowed me to be open and honest with people and not be judged. That is the best thing about gaming and Twitch, right? And all, you know, everyone that's in here is that I can talk to you and not be judged like the old social media platforms or the workspace where you would. That is so Um, powerful. That mm -hmm. is so powerful. Like I literally got goosebumps from you saying that. Yeah, it's honestly the best thing is my community and all the people on Twitch. There is no way I would have had the strength to talk about my mental health with my family, my partner, um, and and everyone. I just wouldn't have done it. There's no way. That is so powerful, honestly. Um, well, I mean, okay. So real quick before we open up some Q&A. Um, mm-hmm. How how has seeing some of the events like that are occurring worldwide, um, do do you find that that has affected you in any given way, shape, or form in the gaming yes. space? Um, I'm I'm quite we call it an, an emotional person. Mm-hmm. I I I my emotions are very visual mm-hmm. um, and can affect my mood. Uh, I have paid more attention to American politics this year than I have UK ever. Yeah. Ever. I have a lot of American friends, yourself, and and tons of others, uh, and I care about them relationships, so I care what happens in the country. Um, The um, Black Lives Matter movement uh, in the UK, um, I have uh, uh, black family members um, I went to the protests with them over here in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, my co- I've seen my cousin, uh, who is black. Uh, he's ginger. He's got freckles, and he's six foot four. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a big guy, and I have seen him persecuted for many different things over the years and bullied. Uh, so I've seen him in pain. Yeah. Over years. Um. I've seen them put up in places they should never have been. Um, and it hurts knowing that the pain that you went through. So um, I went there for my family to show support and unity with him. Um, I always will. He's one of my best friends. Um, so yes, yeah, yeah. It affected... When it went in the States, I knew that it would, of course, it was going to come. It was a worldwide movement that needed more voices. Um, so, yeah, we went out to our local local um, kind of area where we could all congregate. And we, we protested all day, peaceful protest. Um, and it went really well and I got to meet some lovely people. In fact, one of the speakers who I followed on Twitter, uh, who was the speaker there, I regularly talked to on Twitter. She's lovely. Um, so, yeah, definitely after... It, it it pains me 
Um, and Twitter is the place where you end up seeing a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, without a doubt, it pains me to see every day what, what, what people go through. Um, because I, I, I do feel stuff like that. I can, I'm, I can put myself in, in people's shoes and, and, and feel that pain. So yeah, without a doubt. Well, Billy, I just want to say thank you so much for, you know, pleasure being so open and honest about everything. You know, like it really does take a very strong and brave and courageous person to be able to do what you did here today. And I'm Thank honored you. that you you shared with me and, and our communities and anybody else who, you know, happens to be watching this later on down the road. I think you have made a difference for quite a few people today. Um, myself included. So thank you, thank you, thank you a million times. I appreciate you inviting me on. It's uh, kind of wanted to put myself out the box a little bit, if you like, take myself out of the comfort zone um, to allow people to know that it's okay to cry. Because uh, <laughs> I knew I was going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I know there are many men out of there who think it's wrong and think it's bad. Uh, it's not. You have people and if you are a gamer you have people to talk to right exactly I, I don't care if you come to me I, I i can't give advice but what i can do is share experiences mm -hmm. uh, and point you in the right direction but i appreciate you having me on hugely raven um it's an absolute honor uh, and i'm excited to see what happens in the other episodes i'm ex i'm excited too like i i just want to say like i was so nervous but talking to you just it, it was super comfortable so thank you um if anybody has a question, please feel free to post it and we will answer it. We have um, about 10 minutes to be able to do that with you guys um, before, you know, we give Billy his send off <laughs> and let this him. Is a dog <laughs> it's so cute. And let him just kind of talk himself up about his new projects and everything else, which is so important. Y'all need to go check him out. Uh, I will have some links in the description for the YouTube video to check you out. But honestly, I think I think overall this was a success. Like I I just I feel like I know you better. Good. And that's that's a wonderful thing and i will tell you right now billy like if anybody messes with you i will bite some ankles i don't care <laughs> i will bite some people ankles. used to find me people would find me intimidating right uh and i hated this because because of that like mania moment that i go in where i become super proactive um and work my work ethic goes through the roof um people find me intimidating believe me i'm the least intimidating person ever <laughs> Um, because yeah, listen, <laughs> it's not always like you don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Believe me, just yeah. because I've had a really good job working in property and met loads of celebrities and stuff like that. And I, I'm still a gamer. Uh, I'm still had issues just like everyone else. You are not alone. Like you're never alone when oh, it comes to gaming so and streaming. That's so powerful. That's so powerful. Oh, just screaming from the rooftops. Y'all, you are not alone. And no matter what, like, I know there are times in your life where the lights are just off and it is dark and you are scared, but know that there is someone out there who feels similarly, right? Don't let that take away from feeling what you need to feel in that moment, but know that somebody is in your corner and you are somebody's favorite person. 
Hands down. There is, yep. there is someone out there who th- idolizes you. So I think, I think that's really important. Just some feedback really quick. Um, Zook says, I absolutely love this. I love the open dialogue. And Billy has been articulate and done such a good job of explaining where he's coming from. Thank you, Zooks. Um, let me see. Just to extreme says, Billy, I love you, brother. You're amazing. Oh, Justin. Hey, Justin. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see some. Oh, Highlash says, you have helped me the past few weeks, Raven. I'm glad to help anybody. Anybody. Trust me. My, I'm, I'm an open book. Whatever I can say to somebody to help. Um, but yeah, guys, I... I'm so happy to have done this again. Thank you, Billy. If you want to go ahead and take the the next couple minutes to kind of just shout yourself out, let us know what you're getting into. What are you up to? Sure. Okay. So I stream on Twitch every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 6 p.m. UK time and 12 p uh, uh, 12 p.m. Central. I was like, who time zones? Hello. Um, we're currently playing single player games. Um, we are currently playing Control. I do some crazy things with green screens uh, where I put myself in the game and have a little mess about. I've also started a little bit on TikTok, um, but you can find me there causing havoc a lot of the time to be honest and uh yeah that's the next few weeks planned out there we go all right you heard it here first folks make sure you drop him a follow check him out on twitter at billy talks tv and until next time guys thank you guys all so much i love you i love you i love you have a good one don't do anything i would do and if you do you better name it after me folks